재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM Hello. Well, thanks for uh, joining us again. Uh, always appreciate it. Bit of a surprise to you as far as the speed of this uh, deployment? Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not sure of anybody who saw this coming, except for the principal parties, of course. I think everybody's in a little bit of uh, shock that it rolled out so quickly. Now, the official... Uh, reason behind this is the fact that uh, there is concern over North Korea's uh, nuclear weapons as well as ballistic mes- missile uh, programs. Uh, on the on the surface level, are, are those reasonable reasons to deploy this system so early? Well, yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, Admiral uh, Harry Harris of United States Pacific Command had said that the continuing provocations. Uh, by North Korea are are the reason for the deployment. Um, that doesn't mean they were necessarily due at all to to Monday's uh, missile launch, but obviously the U.S. and South Korea have been keeping a very close eye on on North Korea's progress. And yeah, I think they decided amongst themselves to go ahead and and move forward the deployment. I, I think they feel it's very necessary. Right. I I suppose, as you know very well, there are a lot of people kind of scratching their heads over this because uh, certainly uh, that uh, recent test where they fired four of those intermediate range missiles uh, into the EC, uh, it's not the first time. It's it's not certainly not going to be the last time. Uh, they've had five uh, nuclear weapons tests. Um, we probably can expect another one uh, forthcoming. And so the reasoning of the timing of why now sort of I suppose, has some people wondering whether there are some political considerations involved. Well, yeah, I think, you know, the uh, apparently uh, the Jungang Ilbo is reporting that the Ministry of National Defense, a few of their officials, had said uh, it was basically nonsense in some sense that South Korea and the U.S. could respond to Monday's missile launch so quickly and that negotiations obviously take much longer than that. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they also claim that the political calendar here in South Korea uh, didn't have much effect. But I I think the fact that the negotiations had obviously been ongoing to move this deployment up and and to get the system here in March uh, certainly does strike the chord that it is uh, politically motivated in some sense and that the schedule here, the political schedule here, as far as presidential elections are concerned, 
uh, may be uh, having an influence that certainly nobody will admit to at this stage, but uh, one has to think that that is an an underlying uh, concern. Right. So, as you just explained, what you're saying is it's not like you have these uh, anti-missile battery components uh, lying in some Amazon warehouse waiting to be shipped, and they and uh, uh, acting President Huang Yuan can just get on the phone with uh, Donald Trump and say, "Hey, we need that shipment right now." And uh, Donald Trump snaps his fingers, and they go ahead and, and airlift the cargo right away. This is a complicated process, even though two, the two sides may be in agreement to deploy eventually. That it would have taken months before doing. Doing so, uh, you point out the uh, potential early presidential elections. This is the criticism that a lot of people here are saying. As you know, the president uh, right now, who is uh, under impeachment charges, uh, could be impeached as early as the end of this week or maybe uh, Monday next week. Uh, not a popular figure. And the suspicion is that uh, they are trying to frame this early presidential election along these national security lines because they believe that the uh, conservatives have advantage. Uh, going into that, at least some of the voters might get affected by it. Yeah, I think, you know, the the Ministry of National Defense, in in their explanation today, certainly needs to explain further why, for the most part, everybody has been told that deployment would come in July or August in the middle of the year. Uh, And then they say, yes, we've been negotiating this for quite a long time, actually, and we decided to bring it out now. Uh, to leave it at that uh, certainly does not satisfy those suspicious that the political calendar uh, does not have a, a very big influence. Um, I think if you weren't, if you're in the position of the current government here in Korea, uh, and you're the uh, acting President Huang, and you're dealing with uh, the United States military in this particular instance, I think both sides um, like the stability of the current agreement that they have for the deployment of that and uh, being concerned about any political developments upending that, I think, would certainly provide enough influence for you to move up deployment uh, to as quickly as possible uh, to avoid uh, political, let's say, discomfort uh, Mm -hmm. in the near future. Yeah, and you know, this is something that, and, and you might uh, take offense to the comment, but it, it, it looks like almost a, a Trumpian type of move, if, if I can explain further, where we know what's going on in, in Washington right now with all these allegations uh, swirling around uh, Russia and its influence in the elections and how uh, the White House there right now uh, very much under siege and uh, the tactics in the past have been to issue very controversial tweets or, or give executive orders that uh, rile people up. And so some people f- can again, be reasonably suspicious that this might be sort of a, a, a distraction tactic, especially if you are, I suppose, um, inclined to be skeptical of the motives of uh, both governments, South Korea and the U.S. Well, I, I think that's one way to look at it. I, I, don't, I wouldn't agree with that assessment. Okay. Uh, certainly somebody could, could think that, but I don't think Trump would be looking at it in, in that way. I, I think it would be better to look at sort of... Um, The bureaucracy in the United States that dealt with Korea for a very long time, there have always been uh, suspicions of the commitment that uh, the opposition parties or or the left here in Korea have had to the alliance and the commitments they have to being very stern with North Korea. And there's certainly right now, uh, I think, concern uh, 
that should an opposition candidate become president, that the sad uh, agreement will fall by the wayside. Mm -hmm. And if you are uh, a military strategist or tactician, if you are in the military in the United States and placed in the Pacific Theater, um, and you are in the national security bureaucracy in the United States, I think you believe this is a system that needs to be here in South Korea. You have a government that wants to put it in place, that aligns with your beliefs anyways, and therefore get it on the ground as right. soon as possible before there are changes. We're I don't think there's anything sort of overly Trumpian about it. Uh, I certainly think there are machinations working towards that, but I think it's probably more of a bureaucratic function okay. at this point. Yeah, but you do make that good point about it, uh, uh, the desire that it could be a fait accompli before the results of that uh, early presidential election are held, uh, making it uh, essentially impossible to now uh, reverse course. Sure, yeah, I, I, I think, I mean, that is the feeling that I get. Again, I don't have any inside information on that, but certainly the statements that are being made, uh, the fact that this timetable had never been mentioned previously. Right. Uh, I mean, all of that sort of comes together as circumstantial evidence to say the, that the politics of this situation is really the driving force at this particular point in time. Let's talk about uh, one of the uh, players in this uh, that certainly do not agree with the uh, what we talk about, whether it's a bureaucratic or the political uh, decision making behind the THAAD deployment decision. That's China. And China is already... Uh, made its presence felt as far as what people are suspecting to be economic retaliatory measures against the Lotte Group or um, against uh, the uh, tourism package tours that are now barred from the country, uh, these excessive regulations, I suppose, from the Korean point of view. Uh, China's reaction to this is going to be something that's going to, uh, a big concern for South Korea. Yeah, I, you know, I was uh, shocked when I saw the news today of such a fast deployment and my, my instant thought was this is going to ramp up uh, China's um, retaliatory measures. They're not going to be happy at all. It's going to blindside them as well, as it did for, for many people in the public, and they're not going to appreciate that. And so, yeah, I expect uh, relations to worsen um, very quickly here, uh, which is not a good thing for any parties concerned, but certainly Beijing is not going to be happy at all. Well, they they don't seem like they will back down uh, anytime soon. It doesn't look like they're bluffing as far as uh, when they're warning of dire consequences for uh, Washington and Seoul. Uh, the concern here is maybe aside from the international relations perspective of this is the, the economy, which is not doing well here in South Korea, uh, but it is so dependent on, on China, uh, particularly for exports as well as inbound tourism, and the sort of uh, political stalemate that we find ourselves in. So if we have this uh, idea of a president who might get impeached, a political uncertainty for the next few months, um, and no real key decision makers that can affect any change, there doesn't seem to be a diplomatic solution to this, at least for the next two or three months. Uh, that seems to then imply that the South Korean economy uh, would be at risk here. Well, certainly, I, I think it is at risk, um, and I think that risk is is growing daily uh, due to China's decisions. But I also think, you know, South Korea is dealing here with uh, basically survival of the state. I mean, this is a very serious national security issue, and I think China's approach has shown that they show very little disregard for South Korea's serious concerns 
about the uh, provocations from North Korea and the progress of those missile programs in the North. And if your neighbor and your strongest trading partner uh, does not show a regard for your very serious security concerns, that might not be a partner that you want to be so closely in bed with. So this may be a chance, a time, okay. for South Korea to reevaluate how much they want to rely on China as their biggest economic benefactor, at least in, in terms of exports right. uh, and, and, and imports. Um, so there needs to be some serious evaluation, and you're right. The fact that we won't have a president uh, elected by the people at least for a few more months um, and, and if impeachment doesn't come through, that we will have the Park Geun-hye administration in full, which uh, will have some serious legitimacy issues yeah. moving forward. Uh, there are important decisions to be made, and South Korea does not look in a position to make them uh, very quickly. Yeah, I mean, no matter how uh, uh, we explain it, it isn't a, it, it isn't the most, I suppose, pleasant situation to be in right now uh, from any party's perspective, particularly South Korea. Uh, we're going to have to leave it there, but Professor O'Malley, as always, a pleasure to have you, and thank you very much for the analysis. All right, thank you, Henry.